Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Rooted Perspectives. We have your uh, here your three co-hosts, myself, Joshua, followed by Kelly and Tracy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we gotta get. You were introducing. I'm sorry. I figured you would say hi first. Do you guys want to stop? As you can tell, this is our first episode. <laughs> Okay, yes, absolutely. So we have Joshua, Kelly, and Tracy. We are your co-hosts here uh, at Rooted Perspectives. This is, like Kelly said, our first episode, so bear with us for any minor tune tweaks and technical difficulties that may include someone dropping out of a call. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so I... uh, could only assume how you guys are wondering how this podcast came to be. And to be honest, one day my husband got back into his martial arts class and I was sitting at a home after four years of being with him, literally 24-7, wake up to bed, thinking about like what I could do to fill my time. And honestly, I had nothing. I realized I had no hobbies and it made me sad. So it made me think about what I like to do and what I could do to help others. And I realized I like to talk and I want people to listen. And what came to my mind was a podcast. And I realized I, I, couldn't do it, I couldn't do it by myself. So I asked my two good friends, Kelly and Tracy, to come along for this journey and see where we could take this. So I'm going to take it over to Kelly and then Tracy. And I'm going to ask you guys, why did you agree to come along for this crazy journey? Um... I mean, you asked really nicely, so I felt obligated to do it. Um, But no, I mean, Josh and I have known each other for years, and we've had some good conversations, and I always appreciate how communicative you are, and I've always kind of considered you more of like a storyteller type of personality, and um, I think that's a good quality for for other people to hear. Um, you have a lot of unique experiences and, um, I think you're really good at communicating that to others. So I was on board right away. Um, I don't think I knew it would take this much prep work beforehand and we're still kind of a hot mess, but, um, we'll get there. (laughs) What about you, Tracy? Well, Kelly's not telling you she didn't have a choice, but pretty much. um, now, I've uh, been trying to work with Josh for a while now because he's very goal-oriented and he has a lot of ideas. Uh, some of them are pretty out there, but I like being around people that at least have ideas. I would rather be around people that have a bunch of crazy ideas instead of people that are okay with clocking in a 9-to-5 and not really doing anything with their life. Um, but I love podcasts because it can be very informative, and at least for me anyway, um, I enjoy podcasts that I can hear people's experiences and get advice from and kind of feed off of, you know, like I watched one with David Goggins and Joe Rogan before Ranger School, and I would watch it all the time. I still watch it, and I recommend it to both of you, and just hearing him talk, like on podcasts, is just like, it just fuels me. 
something inside me that, yeah, it's hard to explain. It's something I learned in the military, but I'm excited to be here, that's for sure. That's awesome. Thank you guys for your answers and your guys' responses, honestly. Yeah, of course. Um, so, as you could probably hear from our introduction, we do plan to discuss a number of different topics. Um, I am curious, gentlemen, where do you think your specialty lies and what topics are you most interested in chatting about? Tracy, you may go first, or I can, whatever you feel comfortable with. Self-growth, period, because neither one of you knew who I was before the military, but quite frankly, I was a douchebag and a loser and going nowhere in life, and so I learned how to talk to myself and kind of bully myself into doing crazy things and being okay with certain things. Um, and I've learned, like, through other people's experiences, like, you really never know what somebody has been through and what somebody is going through. And, like, some people have this vision or this uh, idea of what somebody's really like or what they used to be like, you know? And then you hear a podcast and you hear them talk and it's like, you have no idea. Like, they were so much different, you know? Um... Yeah, you can get so many different perspectives from just hearing people talk about the things that they've went through and how they've overcame really difficult things in life, you know, so that's what I'm, I'm really <clears throat> excited to talk about that, like, hey I'll man, I could talk about it forever, like, be yeah. you, be you, so, what about you, Josh? Um, um, honestly, I'm kind of on board with Tracy, so I look at my life and I see how young I am, where I am, what I'm doing, and everything, and I didn't come from a wealthy family growing up. I didn't have any of those types of, I don't want to say advantages, but none of those luxuries. So I like to self-help in a sense because I like being that person, that light for people that can like show like, you can come from anywhere, any background and you could do anything. You can meet, I have met some of the most incredible people and that's what I want people to see from this. Like I've always told my husband James that the only way to truly teach people and to educate people is through self experience and all of the experiences that I have had I want to use that to show people anything is possible. But other than that, I'll, I, I feel like I'm well-rounded enough to talk about politics and science and things like that. But, you know, I'll talk about anything. Um, what about I think, you, Kelly? I think How a lot you? of what I enjoy talking about is because of my past career. So. I'm currently a recruiter, so I love talking about careers and advancement and growth within, you know, your job. Um, maybe not always even your job, but, you know, I'm, I've always kind of been more entrepreneurial, too. So that's always a topic of interest for me. But prior to recruiting, I was in finance for seven years 
And so that's another topic that I enjoy talking about. You know, Tracy's more the stock market guy, but I'm more like personal finance and debt and saving and budgeting and things like that is um, what I enjoy talking about. But I like pop culture and pets and music and just all the normal stuff too. So I guess it's Very fair for if we had a message for our audience to take away about what we're going to be talking about, I guess it, to sum it up in a nutshell, anything socially and culturally relevant, whether it's music, travel, finance, self, uh, self-help and growth, things like that. I think we can all agree that we want to be able to provide our listeners a wide variety of topics to not only one share our opinions but also provide an insight on things that maybe people haven't thought of before. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I don't think every episode will be every person's cup of cup of tea, but I do think our podcast as a whole there is going to be something for everyone. Yeah, I think, I think you are right. I think it's important to understand other people's points of view. Like if you're like, I'm not a very black and white person. I'm a very gray person. Like I like to hear people's opinions and get people's opinions and other opinions on so many different things before I make decisions on what I do or don't like, you know, or what I'm accept or don't accept. So, and I know podcaster can be huge for that. Well, you guys, I think it's really cool that all three of us are on this journey together right now because just so the audience knows, like we all come from, all three of us come from completely different backgrounds from location to work to experiences and it's going to be interesting to see how the three of us can take all of those different things and somehow mesh them together to make this into something cool. So the next thing that we actually wanted to segment in, segue into is because we planned this out to make sure we were good to go. The next topic is serious questions. We wanted to give you guys a chance to, in a sense, see behind the veil a little bit of who we are and why we do what we do and things like that. So we sat down and we came together and we actually have a list of questions that we wanted to uh, ask each other, and I'll and I'll just kick it off honestly. So for Kelly and Tracy, and when you guys are done, I'll share my thoughts about it. Is where are you from, and how do you think that has influenced you today? Kelly, kick it off. Um, I am from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, so right in the heart of the Midwest. Um, however, I like to think that we're maybe a more metropolis type of area. We are the largest city in the state. Um, and I love it here. The last even just like five, ten years, the amount of growth there's been. I mean, we have a Dave and Busters, so that's saying a lot. Um, I, I don't want, I want to tell people, you know, we have running water, we're modern day, we don't ride our buffaloes to school or anything like that. Um, so I love it here. Um, I do think it's influenced me in some different ways. I mean, we maybe politically, um, I think like when I look at financial, that's influenced me um, just being from kind of a smaller area. Um, 
I don't know. I think it's I think it's also just made me the person who I am. I'm very like into my family and they're my number one priority and I try and stay humble and um, you know, just that nice Midwestern type of vibe. Gal. <laughs> yeah. Well what about you, Tracy? Oh, I'm from Napa, Idaho and I grew up very blue collar, like my mom and dad worked all the time. Um had a very good, I had a really great childhood, like it was amazing. Um, my life is, took a huge turn when I joined the military. Like I said, because I was going nowhere, you know, when I look at my childhood, I don't talk to literally anybody from my childhood now. Um, I think the military had the biggest influence on me because it gave me the tools to think differently than the average person and a lot of people are probably going to shake their head at this but putting myself in extremely uncomfortable situations and situations where I would suffer physically and mentally on purpose just so I could grow into a different person like you know going to Afghanistan and getting in all those firefights going to ranger school you know um, things like that it really changed pretty much everything about me. Like, I, I'm pretty much a completely different person than the kid that grew up in Napa, Idaho that doesn't even care to ever go back there. So, how about you, John? <clears throat> well, for me, I was originally born in Baltimore, Maryland, and luckily yeah. enough, I landed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, just like my good friend Kelly at Go Sioux Falls. <laughs> Um, but I would say, like, I grew up in Sioux Falls pretty much my whole life. I currently live in a suburb of Portland called Milwaukee, Oregon. And why I think, like, this has helped shape me is because I went from living in the Midwest to a very conservative, uh, type of state. And then I moved to Oregon where it was the, sorry, excuse me, the exact opposite of very democratic and things like that, progressive. So the cool thing about it is I've been able to see both sides of everything and it's not to like extremes but kind of to extremes and I think that by seeing that it definitely opens my mind to be like okay like well yeah I could totally understand that side but also understand this side and I think it just overall makes me a more well balanced rounded person and I'm grateful for it honestly. You guys got to come to Portland, Oregon someday. <laughs> I know. I'd love to. I will, because I'm in Idaho sometimes, so I'll be over there. Well, I believe moving on to our next segmented question. So, we kind of chatted, and we obviously want our listeners to get to know us. And I think it's one thing to describe yourself. But what I want to know is if we were to ask those closest to you, like the top five people in your life, whether that's a coworker, a friend, family member, whoever that Tracy, do you uh, want to kick I, it off for me? Yeah, I will start from when I was a kid and like go to like who I am now. 
like, when I was a kid, I was afraid of my dad because I grew up in that type of environment. And so, I was pretty much a really good kid because I was afraid of getting in trouble. And then eventually that turned into, I was kind of a jerk when I was like 17, 16, 17, 18, and my dad and I started not really get along. And then, I'm not, re I'm not really sure what people would, I mean, I know that you have your close friends when you're growing up that always think the world of you, you know what I mean? And so, there were always those people that thought I was cool, but I think now, like since I joined the military and since I've done the things I've done, they would probably look at me as a very goal-oriented person. Like, I don't negotiate with myself, like I just do it. And I will do anything to accomplish things, like I will become obsessed with something. You know what I mean? To accomplish yeah. something. Um, like I have pushed my body and my mind like to some extremes, you know, so that's probably what I would say. The only downfall to being in the military is like my, you know, my family, my mom and dad and everything, like they weren't there to see me in action. They weren't there to see me in combat. They weren't there to see me at ranger school and stuff like that, you know, uh, but just from the videos I've shown them. Uh, they can probably guess that I'm just a very driven, obsessed person when I really put my mind to it. I'm curious what your family thinks about you because you're very, you're a very business, uh, get things done kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yes, I will share that in just a second. Kelly is having some technical difficulties. So we are still going to record as is, and she will rejoin us when she gets her thing fixed. Yep. Um, but to go into what you were saying, Tracy, you know, you're absolutely right. What would my family say? I would honestly say that my family is biased just because I'm family and I always look out for them. I take care of them. But if you were to ask other people, people that know me, I honestly don't let myself be opened up too much to too many people. One, I'm too busy. Two, I just, I don't need to have a lot of friends. I don't care for it. Um, but if I was to choose like four or five words that if the average person that knew me and like experienced me on some sort of frequent basis, I know they would say that I am stubborn. I am rebellious. I am an out-of-the-box thinker, a dedicated and hard worker, and compassionate. You know, like, I understand I'm not everyone's cup of tea. By, by no means am I everyone's cup of tea. You know, but, hey, I think for the most part, I, I get along with most people. Yeah, you know, and most people would speak highly of me. Like, I, I don't have a list of people that hate me. Yeah, you seem very extroverted. And one thing to, like, caveat of what you said, like, people have told this of me, and it's extremely true, and that's that people think I am extremely hard on myself. Like, like I really go hard on myself. Um, but I do that so I can get things done. 
you know, it's how I, I use it as a tool to get things done. Like I said, I talk to myself in a very demeaning sense, but it's just, to, it's for the greater good. A lot of people don't understand it, and a lot of people would say it's extremely unhealthy, but I use it as a positive. You know, I think okay. if you understand it, you understand that. What about you, Kelly? That's a tough question. Um, I would say, if I had to guess, that they would say that I'm kind, um, that I'm outgoing, and that I work hard, but I'm also lazy. She won't miss a concert. <laughs> She does yeah. do a lot of That's true. I love music. That's probably... If I could have, like, a really... A job that I'm super passionate about, it'd be something in the music industry. But I am no musician. I'm I'm no uh, singer or anything like that. I have no talent. But uh, those who know me know that I love music, especially seeing it live. Um, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever thought about like segueing into like some sort of music career, like like just working with someone in like music or working around music or anything? Yeah, um, I have thought of it, but also um, it kind of goes back to my laziness. Like I love, I love having my nights off and my weekends off, and I know if it were something music related, I'd have to work on the nights and weekends and. I just enjoy my time off too much. <laughs> well, what if Taylor like, Swift? Well, I mean, you said. You oh, if I could tour with Taylor Swift, I would. I would do anything. I would move. Obviously. I'd. I well, mean, like you say, you like finance and stuff like that, and like business, but like so. She like, wants to if, manage Taylor Swift's finances. <laughs> what if? Um, haven't you ever had to work like weekends or like nights doing finance or any type of business stuff? Mm -mm. No. I used to when I worked in finance. Um, once a month, I had to work from uh, eight a.m. to noon on a Saturday. And how was that? Did you did you mind? Um, I didn't mind because uh, it was always chill. It was like none of the management was there. We'd be bringing in food. Half of us would be hungover. And it'd be like a quick four-hour shift on a Saturday morning. Then you go home at noon and you still have your full day. Jeez. So, so I've like been comfortable life. I've been pretty spoiled with my uh, work schedules in the past. Um, that's not to say the actual jobs aren't stressful or anything, but um, the schedule itself, I've been really lucky. I'm. Sh I mean, you've had to work like sixty plus hours a week before, right? Oh my god. Mm-mm. I've never the girl is successful. We would have um some overtime when I worked at the bank. Um wow. but that'd be like forty five hours a week, maybe. That is enlightening. When I worked in college, um I kinda worked myself through college. I kinda came from a similar background as Josh, just you know, not well off. It was my responsibility to pay for my college education. And so I had multiple jobs in college. I used to work the front desk at a dorm. I worked at a coffee shop. I used to go and take pictures for the school newspaper for like $20 a photo. 
I had all these different jobs, all these different little side gigs and stuff, um, but it was never like crazy hours. Definitely not 60. Hmm. That's, I had no idea. Like, I. Yeah, that's shocking. shocking I think because... it, you, I'm shocked that you are shocked that there are people in this world who have never worked 60 hours a week. See, that's this is why I don't get along with people and I don't have friends because it's just like, I feel like if people aren't pushing themselves and like challenging themselves and just honestly, like if people aren't suffering, like it's just so weird to me. Like... <laughs> I, yeah, it's so weird that people, like, live these comfortable I, lives. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I understand where it's crazy. It's kind of nice. You should stuff. try it. I'm good. <laughs> so, I've, been, I've had comfortable lives. So, um, moving on with this, okay, to our next question. Tracy Kelly, take a look at the question. I think based off what we discussed last time we chatted, uh, question number three is something that I think we're going to cover in our next episode, right? We can, uh, I'll ask it and we can answer it, but just a real quick answer. Because yeah, this will be a topic. Yeah, so what was the lowest point of your life and what did you take away most from it and why? Uh, I'll, I'm just, I'll kick this off as probably A, when I got out of the military and B, when I lost uh, $400,000 in the stock market. And that was recently. Um, yeah, those were terrible times for me, the worst times of my life, uh, but like I said, we'll get into, like, the details of that next segment, because I feel like those are loaded, that's a loaded question. Josh, go ahead. Okay, so for me, and the lowest point of my life, the lowest point of my life I would say is God, honestly. Um, if I had to think about it, it's an experience that I experienced in the military. I'm not going to get into it too much right now. Definitely put me at my lowest point, but I'm very grateful that it did. Uh, nothing wrong on my part, did nothing bad, anything, but at the same time, going through it, I managed to meet my husband that I have, as of Labor Day, uh, the 5th, it's our four-year anniversary of being married, Ooh. you know, so there's positive things about it that came for me uh, going through it, you know, like I said, we'll get more in touch with that later because I'm totally down to share personal things, like I have nothing to hide, but, you know, it's my husband, greatest thing that came from it, you know. What about you, Kelly? Um, there's probably a couple I could pick from. One was very obviously a low time for me. Um, I got fired from a job, or let go, as they like to say. Um, and I had a really hard time bouncing back. Um, I took a new job, and it didn't go well in the beginning. And my personal life was kind of a mess. I had just purchased my second home. And so I was like, oh, I have these two mortgages and I just got let go. Um, so it was a stressful time, but it all worked out. Um, we can go into more details about it next week. Um, the other piece, I, I did have kind of a weird little health scare 
during COVID a couple of years ago. And at the time, I didn't think much of it. Um, and it actually was kind of a bad thing. <laughs> like, so I don't have to deal with it now. Thank God it was like a one and done, one off situation. But um, like looking back at that moment, it was like, damn, you could have died. Like, that's kind of scary. Um, but I didn't think about that at the time. So, well, we can talk about that next time, too. Alrighty, well, I guess the next thing that I want to ask you to is because, uh, like we said, or like I said, we all come from completely different backgrounds, locations, uh, job experiences. So, based off of what all three of us have done, starting with Tracy, how do you feel uh, being in the military and every other job that you've ever done has helped? prepare you for this podcast? Um, well, when I used to take jobs, like I would work at a bowling alley, I would work at a restaurant or whatever, you know? And so I have the experience of like these low income, take whatever you can get jobs. And that's what I did for like ever since I was four. Like my very first job, I, I would count worms. Like my mom and I would go worming and the guy's like, hey, you want a job? And my mom's like, yeah, he wants a job. And so, so I had this job counting worms. Yeah, I was 14 years old getting paid under the table. And but I was so scared to work, you know what I mean? Like I was such a scared, shy, just, yeah, I was such a kid and, um, did the bowling alley, did the worms, you know, I worked, like, detailing tractors uh, for my dad and uh, doing oil changes on tractors, and then I did power lines and stuff, and it was when I joined the military, I got fired from a job I hated, and I was like, this is my life, like, I'm going to keep taking jobs that I don't like working whatever hours they give me for the rest of my life because I have no ambition, I have no drive, and I have no goals at all. Like, I was a loser. And it was actually in that exact moment that I got fired from that job, I joined the military. Like, on, that, on a whim, I was just like, screw this. Joined the military. Uh, I wanted to do the absolute hardest thing I could do in the Army, and that was Ranger School. I wanted to put myself in the most uncomfortable crappy suffering situations because I wasn't that type of person you know uh, I was the type of person to when it's cold outside go get hot cocoa work my 9 to 5 go home you know and I hated it because I felt like I wasn't living up to my true potential and I would never really understand who I was and that's what drove me to join the military and just go through the worst things I could possibly do. So, yeah. We'll get into Well, Tracy, thank you for that, definitely. I know as this podcast goes on, we're just going to open up more to the audience, and it's great that they can at least see in a nutshell what we've gone through and who we are and why. So now, Kelly, what about you? How do you think your choices career-wise have helped you prepare for this podcast? Um... My first job, I 
got into it because my sister recommended it. My sister worked at Wells Fargo, so naturally it was, um, you know, easy for me to go get a job at Wells Fargo. What I didn't know is that I would pick up and move my life and stay at this job for seven years. So I actually started at the sophomore year of college and I've always been way more, like I'm not a good student. I kind of did the bare minimum to get by. You know, I had A, Bs and the occasional C and things like that, but I was never passionate and like really into it. So I essentially sophomore year, I took this summer job at Wells Fargo and I like never left. I enrolled, I, the college I went to has a program here in Sioux Falls. So I like moved out of my dorm, came back to Sioux Falls and worked full time while going to school full time. I was able to graduate with my bachelor's in three and a half years, all while working this job. Then I graduated and I'm like, okay, well I like rushed through school so quick. I didn't do any internships. Yeah, I have this like piece of paper, which is great, but I'm not gonna go like, it was, I did marketing and it's like, you know, I have no marketing experience, so I'm just gonna stay at this job. Stayed there for seven years, went into a smaller regional bank for a couple years, got fired, and now I'm a recruiter. So I, I think the way it's kind of made me prepared to talk about this um, or talk about different topics is obviously my financial background. Um, the Wells Fargo position was in student loans, so that's kind of a hot topic right now in um, society with like the new student loan forgiveness cancellation program. Um, so I'd love to talk about that sometime. The regional uh, bank position I did was um, in uh, real estate. It was doing mortgages, and I loved that. And I love real estate, and I love talking about the housing market. So I love for that to be a topic. Um, and then obviously anything regarding careers and jobs and um, growing that um, with my recruiting background now. So. What about That's you, awesome. Josh? I know you've had a really interesting background when it comes to, to jobs. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to so, say I love how Kelly was like, I just did the bare minimum and A's and B's. I barely graduated high school because <laughs> I suck at school. Like, I don't remember anything. Like I, I just got all A's and I suck. Yeah, I, I would, like, literally leave class early so I could go, like, work. I'm like, yeah, I'm over this. I'm going to go work. All right, I actually... I wonder my battery doing some I got nineteen percent. That should be good. Um so for me I do come uh from a wide variety of backgrounds. I mean I got my uh first start at an Auntie Anne's pretzel shop from there to a Chinese pantry in the Sioux Falls Mall. Got fired from that because I dropped a pan of lo mein noodles, God forbid. And then I got a job at Culver's, and that was my end of the burger world. Got a job at Burger King, and then a credit card company. Joined the military, and now I pretty much own four different businesses. And the cool thing is how I feel this has helped me prepare for this is because I have come from multiple backgrounds, and multiple backgrounds mean multiple different types of people. You're not going to find the same customer 
in the hospitality industry as you are in like let's just say one of the other businesses like Twinkles up like Twinkle that we own they're all different um, and I feel by having that insight it just gives me a more wide variety of things to talk about and viewpoints and understandings that's how it helps me I feel absolutely that's a good point. I think in all of our careers, we've probably stumbled across like having to talk to and have relationships, like working relationships with people we who are way different than us, maybe even people we don't like, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that especially like this podcast, people working, having to work with people we don't really like. Nice. Josh is a good guy. <laughs> You two are so mean to me. No. I need to go to HR and report you. And hold on. Hold on. Let me turn my hat around. HR is not happy with what you're doing. Well, let's change topics then, shall we? Yes. And I wanna so... host I wanna host this little section because I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Alright, um, Kevin, kick it off. So we thought we would just do a few rapid fire questions just yeah. to get to know each other and make sure our listeners are learning about us. And they should be somewhat easy, but even if not, just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay? Go for it. Josh, I'm going to start with you first. Okay. Josh, are you a morning person or a night owl? I am a morning person because I like rising with the sun and going down with the sun as well. Okay, so you, quite uh, quite the hippie. I'm both. I can adapt. I mean, in the military, I'd wake up at 2. Sometimes I wouldn't even go to bed. I'd just go straight through the next day. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm both. Like, when I was growing up, I had my own street racing crew, so I would street race late at night, so... I'd come home sometimes at like four or five in the morning. I'm definitely a night owl and I need my sleep. So because I'm a night owl, I don't like mornings. Wait, <laughs> you need your sleep? I need my sleep. So I, what I'm saying is I stay up late. I'm a night owl. And then occasionally I'll sleep in on a little bit. I word. Do, do not like mornings. <clears throat> One word to describe Kelly. Sorry, two words. Booze cruise. <laughs> I do love some good nightlife. That's for sure, Josh. Okay, next. If you could travel to any country, which one would you go to? For me, this is easy. Ireland. Uh, I had that same thought. Honestly, I'm not even kidding you. I like the uh, emerald green, the grass, the cliffs, the water. The and honestly, <laughs> the drinking, <Yeah>, booze. <laughs> I'm just gonna go cliche and go Paris. Wee wee. Next question. <laughs> if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would pizza. it be? Let's all just collectively say pizza. Let's all just do. No, that. that's not no. mine. No, Kelly. We collectively gotta say pizza. Josh, you're not going to say a burger. You own a burger company. Kelly, and that's because I own a burger company. I'm saying pizza. If I owned a pizza company, I'd probably say a burger, <laughs> you know? Well, mine would be mac and cheese. Sorry. But we could do a mac and cheese pizza, and that'd be the best of the world. A mac and cheese burger. Yum. All right, last one here. 
What is your favorite holiday and why? Kelly, you kick it off this time. Um, well, definitely St. Patrick's Day. Do you know why, Josh? Really? Well, one, it's your birthday. Yay. And two, booze cruise. <laughs> yep. I just happen to be born on the biggest drinking day of the year, so that's oh, why I'm geez. an alcoholic. What an excuse. What about you two? And I look great in green, so. Right? Tracy, what about you, bro? Thanksgiving. Why? Honestly, I just love the food, and like when I was when I was growing up, like we we eat at the table. Mom would cook dinner, we eat at the table. If we didn't like the food, doesn't matter. Mom cooked it, eat it. We eat at the table. You grow up, we go away with that, you know. Like when even when I go visit my parents, like we eat at like the countertop, and we're all watching TV. That was never a thing growing up. Thanksgiving, we sit at the table, no, <clears throat> no phones, and it's just. Fantastic. It's something that this generation definitely has gone away with. You know, a lot of people don't understand that stuff. So. Yeah. Thanks, Josh? Well, for me, if you break it down <clears throat> into two from innocence to adulthood, innocence-wise, Easter. Because one, it's the least commercialized holiday out of every holiday. You know, you get together with family. It's kind of religious, kind of not. But... It's like Easter egg hunts, and to me, I love the pastels. So, like, as a kid, and what I still love today, it's Easter. As an adult, just like Regina George said from Mean Girls, Halloween, because it's the one night where a girl can dress up as a slut and not be judged for it. So, as an adult, Halloween, just because you can get drunk, eat all the candy you want, dress up as whatever you want. So, those are my two. Easter... And Halloween. If my birthday was not on St. Patrick's Day, mine would be Halloween. A hundred percent. You want to know what I was like growing up? Like how much of a like loser and like how kind-hearted and weak I was growing up? Um, <clears throat> during Easter, my dad, my parents would hide Easter eggs and I loved it. And I found an egg one day and it was like cream filled and I didn't like it. And I told my dad I didn't like it and it like crushed my soul that I found this egg and I didn't like it and my dad had to eat it like it killed me inside and I was <laughs> that yeah. sounds traumatic no I was it just is. very emotional and immature and just a pansy isn't it odd though the little things you remember yeah even I just... It just it crushed me that I yeah. didn't like this egg that my dad had for me you guys are funny. Alrighty, so listeners and viewers, as uh, so we stick to our timeline, we gotta continue this up. Uh, moving into our closing discussion, uh, we actually wanted to go ahead and talk about uh, what are we up to next weekend? What's going on? I assume that is planning our next episode. So with this next episode, we really do want to give you guys an insight on who we are and why we are the way we are and how we became this way. So next week's episode is going to cover us talking about one of our greatest life struggles, I believe. No, overcoming your greatest life challenge. 
that's what the topic's going to be. So we're going to be sharing some good insight from our personal perspectives on those topics because, like I said, we all come from different places, different experiences, and backgrounds. Um, what about you two fine folks, Kelly and Tracy? You got anything to add to this closing statement? Uh, Kelly, No, I mean, I, I think next weekend will be interesting just to hear more. I know we kind of each touched on it a little bit, but... Um, I think there's something always to be learned out of maybe a negative or challenging situation. Um, and hopefully others can learn from our mistakes or mishaps and um, not make the same mistakes and mishaps that we have. All righty, Tracy. Yeah, I mean, pretty much Kelly said it. Uh, you can get a lot of different opinions and points of views from somebody else's life and the things they've been through and how they dealt with things and that's one that's the thing i'm looking forward to most is just talking about who i was and who i am now and how i did it sounds good all right so i would like to one say thank you to you both for being a part of this podcast and giving your time and your energy i know that between all three of our schedules, how busy we are, it's not always the easiest to uh, like get together, especially being in three different time zones. So thank you. Um, thank you for your insight, your guys' perspectives. I look forward to keep collaborating and building this podcast and building a following. Um, I, I definitely look forward to next week's topic just because I feel like it's kind of a heavy hitter. It, if people want to get to know you, getting to know one of your greatest life struggles will definitely provide that insight. So, as my final remarks, thank you. I love you guys. And also, listeners and viewers, we have a Facebook page going right now, Rooted Perspectives. Working on getting other social media platforms going up. It would mean a lot if you guys would like us out and... Uh, well, check us out, and if you like us, like us on Facebook and share it with your friends and family and help us build this following, and let's get this podcast out there. We'll yeah. see you next week. Thank you. See you next week. Have a great day.